Hey, it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex, and we're going to jump right into it. And um, today we have a pretty good discussion, I think. I'm, you know, like most of my episodes, I'm going to wing it. If not, freestyle it fully. Um, I don't have any notes or anything. I was... I've, uh, okay, where do I start with this one? I guess I'll just start with where this topic came into mind. So last night... Um, I was watching one of my favorite older movies from back in the days when I was like fifth, sixth grade. I used to love to watch this movie all the time called Two Can Play That Game. Um, it has Vivica A. Fox and Morris Chestnut as the, as the leading stars. Anthony Anderson's in it. Uh, Tamala Jones, Monique. Uh, mm, I forget her name, but she plays in a lot of movies. She's in it too. But the main two characters is Vivica A. Fox and Morris Chestnut. Um, there's a scene, if you haven't seen the movie, that just, just a quick little background um, on what I'm about to say. So Vivica A. Fox is like, she's like, okay, so she has this group of friends, right? If I'm not mistaken, it's four of them total. Because you got Monique, the other girl, the light-skinned lady who, who plays um, in the game as I believe, what's his name's mom? So Monique, Vivica, light-skinned lady, brown-skinned lady. So it's four of them. And, you know, like most female groups of friends, there's always that one that's kind of like the, I don't want to necessarily say leader. Maybe in certain situations, she's definitely the one that's the most accomplished. She's the one that has the most going on. They all turn to her almost like she's the leader of the pack. So Vivica Fox is that one. Now, this movie doesn't focus on nails and hair or, you know, working out or whatever else girls do. It focuses more on relationship issues. Vivica A. Fox is supposed to be the one that knows everything about men and has it all together. You know, um, she um, is, you know, has a big corporate job, went to colleges, really, as they would say, successful, educated, you know, woman, black woman. And um, so are some of her friends. Monique is kind of a uh, hood. The other one is kind of regular. And then the other one is almost pretty much as successful as Vivica, the light-skinned one. So there's a scene in the beginning of the movie where she's basically, you know, um, the whole movie, she she talks to the audience, to us watching it. She'll be like, y'all see this? See, this is exactly why you don't... You see what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. So there's a scene in the beginning where she's going... You know, all her friends are like going through it. She's talking about how it's spring and, you know, this is when men start acting up because girls are outside wearing short little dresses and, you know, wintertime they want to be with you because they want all the indoor activities. So she's basically going through all her friends are going who are going through relationship issues. One of her friends, the light-skinned one, I told you one that says just about as successful as her, um, she, she, she has moved in with Vivica for the last couple of days. Vivica's character, Shantae, that's the name of her character. Her character's name is Shantae. She has moved in with Shantae and uh, she's going through some things with relationships and things of that sort. And um, basically what ends up happening is um, she comes to the house to give her some flowers and the the, the light-skinned, uh, more red-boned woman smells the flowers and she... Um, Starts crying and crying because she's like, oh, David, or whatever his name is, used to buy me these flowers. Um, her man wasn't cheating on her, 
But when she first, let me just get some background on that woman's boyfriend situation. Um, she met him. She was a, he was a car mechanic. He had a messed up teeth and a jerry curl. You know, saying she fell in love with him, helped him with his teeth, helped him get his you know life together basically. And he wanted to marry her, and now all of a sudden he he's just you know giving excuse after excuse. And and it's been two years since he first brought up he first brought up marriage, and now all of a sudden he don't. He's not cheating. He's not hitting her. He's not calling out her name. He um, isn't just, it's not a money thing. It's just, damn, what happened to Mr. I'm ready to commit now? All of a sudden it's, oh, you know, I've been hurt before. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. So she's like, whatever. So long story short, when she starts crying, Vivica A. Fox turns to the camera. Like I said, she talks to the camera a lot in the movie. In the movie. You know, she um, she turns to the camera and says, Something along the lines of, you know what's so sad about this? Um, this woman is an executive. Um, she's an executive such and such at such and such and such and such. Now, what I'm going to do, actually, is because I have it. I was just watching it last night. Uh, trying to get my mind off of this um, unfortunate turnout of events of an election. And I say that because you can you can tell but this election is 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 definitely rigged. I mean there's no way in hell people are really this stupid. So okay, matter of fact here's here's it. I just pulled it up right here. Y'all can kind of hear it. Let's let's just listen to this scene right quick, right? <laughs> executive at a big engineering firm. Michael! Karen's a big engineer at an executive engine. She's a big engineer at an executive engineering firm. And it just struck me when she said that. I was just like, man, do women and mainly women of color, black women specifically, do they really believe that their accomplishments as far as career slash education is going to prevent them from being heartbroken? Do they really believe that that's all that they should be? I mean, just think, just think, let's just, let's just dig into that statement, right? In her, it was 11-11. Okay, let's just, let's just dig into that statement, okay? Her response to everything is, this really saddens me because of her position in her career. Not because, man... You know, wait, let me go back so I can actually get her name. Let me go back a little bit. No, no, come here. Come here. I'm sorry, y'all. Hold on. That's really Karen, that's her, the girl's name in the movie. So if you ever want to get on I, IDMB and see who the cast crew, Karen and two can play the game is the one she's talking about. So she... um. She's saying that Karen, she didn't say 
this really saddens me because Karen's a great woman. She didn't say this really saddens me because Karen is very caring. She didn't say this really saddens me because Karen is a great cook or a great listener or a great partner or she's a really good person. She's a great, you know, just a all around just great person. You know, she does for her man. What's crazy is Karen upgraded her man's life. She didn't even mention that. She could have, I mean, the least she could have said was, this really saddens me because Karen took care of that nigga. She, if it wasn't for her, this nigga would still be Jerry Curl, Gap Tooth, you know, mechanic ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, none of that. You know, her mind went automatically to, well, you know, Karen has worked hard in life to become this executive. She shouldn't be going through this. And it's also insult to the women who maybe either haven't worked as hard or have but failed. Do they deserve to go through it? Would you say that? What would so? What would you say if you were holding Karen and Karen was a janitor, or Canada was a stay? Uh, Karen was a stay-at-home mom, or Karen just simply just wasn't. Maybe even the same career path, entry level. You know why is it that you determine that based off of what she's accomplishing? Like, what does that have to do with anything? And I've just noticed, you know, throughout the last 10, maybe 15 years of my life, um, that a lot of women, especially women of color, they like to throw that around thinking that it's the end all to any problems. And it's like, if it was, then how come? Because black women are very successful. Let's just keep it real. You know, don't let you know, society fool you. First of all, they can't even fool you no more because that's why, that's why if you watch a lot of TV shows now, they don't even try to put the stupid hood rat bitch on TV no more because they know that's not the common. <laughs> like, that's just not what's common. No, most black women have went to college. They got good educations. They got great careers um, or they're working towards them. Um, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'd even give them more credit than the white woman because the white woman, a lot of the time, is just falling into legacy, which isn't an insult. We can't diss people for what their parents did or didn't do. But I'm just saying, these black women, a lot of them are coming from the pits. You know, even Shantae's character or Vivica A. Fox's character even says at one point, she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, I like my house. You like my car? Uh, you know, not too bad for a girl from Compton. You know, and that's a lot of their story. A lot of them come from the pits, Chicago, Detroit, Atlanta, New York, Houston, Miami, Jacksonville, you know, Memphis, uh, Little Rock, St. Louis, you know, uh, Los Angeles, San Fran, Oakland, wherever, Toronto, wherever. They climb from the pits of these places and they become very successful in whatever it is they want to do. Mind you, we can't determine people's success just because they're not making millions of dollars. But anyway, that's, uh, that's another topic. My whole thing is this. First of all, let me just speak as a man and for most men here. We don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I know I'm not trying to sound like a hater. I know y'all love to just run around telling myself we're intimidated by it and all of these things like that. I, I I know. I'm not trying to hate on you. I'm not trying to say none of that, but I'm just keeping it real. Just like there's certain things men think women just care so much about and they just don't. Men don't really care. First of all, I'm going to break it down to you like this. I don't care if he's a bum ass nigga. I don't care what he's become. He's a bum ass nigga or he's a dude with six, seven degrees, you know what I'm saying? Major corporate job, real estate, whatever, land developer, whatever. Or he's just a big time rapper. I don't care what he is. Or he's a bum or he's a homeless nigga or he's a nigga living off women or a nigga, you know, that's um, working. 
at McDonald's, or if he's in between scamming, selling drugs, got a pretty decent job, whatever. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, all men, majority of men, like literally, I would even go to say all. Oh, it doesn't mean that that's what they're going to become. But women, I want you to understand the mentality that all of them do have. If you're going to get anything in life, monetary, you know, based on what society calls success, because for some people, success is having a family and kids and a dog. Some people's success is having a doctorate degree and owning a building like, you know, what I'm saying um, having the top office in there, you know, whatever. Um, so we are bred by society. For some of us, most of us are parents. Um, the Bible, if you study that type of thing or any religious, almost any religious text, movies, film, music, women, that anything that we want, we're going to have to work for. So most men do not look to women to have anything monetary or society's definition of success based. Women, let me ask you this. When's the last time you've been on a date or was talking to a guy on the social media apps, the dating apps, and one of his first questions had to do with what you did for a living? Not to mention, all right, here's a, all right let me just twist it around real quick, really quickly. If he does that, you see that as a red flag, unless he's just clearly balling out of control. You see that as a red flag. So why do you, so if you see me asking you, which I don't do, what your career is, you know, or what, how much money you make or what school you went to. If you see that as a red flag, as a man trying to use you or get over on you, or he might be intimidated if you tell him what you do do or don't do or whatever like that. Why do you feel the need or why do you feel this urge to always carry it around as if you don't have anything else to offer? It's like these days we live in a world where women are either throwing around their degree or they're throwing around their ass. What's crazy is most of them have more to offer. The girl who has the girl on Instagram who not to go off topic. Right. But let's just look at it from this from the opposite side. Really, really, really quick. I've seen women on Instagram that are like IG models or like only fans, superstars or whatever. And they'll ask, ask, ask. And then one day they'll just show you like the middle of a book. And then they'll show a video of them actually cooking like a, a pretty good looking meal. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, what can we get in the balance of things? Then you got the woman who's always showing you what degree she has, always showing you her new promotion or what she's doing with her career and how she just flipped and the case she just beat for her client or whatever. But then one day she shows you this cool book she's reading or her love for animals. And it's like, why can't we see this more? Like, what do you, the black or black women... And I'm not blaming y'all. I don't blame y'all. But do y'all really truly believe that it's either ass or class? I hope that just hit somebody in the chest. Do y'all, I'm going to say that again. Do y'all really truly believe it's ass or class? Now, we're going to focus on the class today, right? Uh, We ain't going to talk about ass today, okay? Um, Men are bred to, so when when you're telling a man that, I don't care if he's super successful or not, it's a snore fest most of the part. For me, when I personally, when I ask a woman her career, it ain't to see how much money you make. It doesn't have anything to do with money. Honestly, half these careers, I'm starting to learn. Some people have careers I thought they made a lot of money in that is just a normal amount of money. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
as I get older, you know, and just get into certain things myself, I, I start to see like, damn, I thought they made a lot of money for some reason. How they got Jaguars? Oh, they just got good credit. Anyways, like, and they good with money. Um, I just want to know, especially if we have a future together, like the woman I'm with now, she's in law enforcement. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to know more about it because I'm kind of against law enforcement. I'm kind of against the mentality of somebody who would even want to be in law enforcement. It's even ironic for me to even be with a woman that's in law enforcement because of my history with things and my mentality on things that I don't see ever changing and my views on things that I don't see ever changing. But that's why we will want to ask. It has nothing to do with your pockets. Now, I'm not speaking for all men. Okay, there's definitely some some little some little some male gold diggers out here. You know, um, it's not common. Stop thinking every man wants your pockets. It's not common. You know, if you offer the average man some money, he's going to deny it at least at first. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I ain't I ain't turning down a million dollars, but I ain't finna just jump towards it either. To be honest, even in my position, I'm in right now where a million dollars would definitely help me out a lot of life. It'd be gone in a couple of days because I'd have a lot of things to take care of and start up, but it would help me get my start. Um, well, it wouldn't be a couple of days, probably be like three, four months, but so you, you get the point. Um, yeah, you don't be like men don't even feel right. You know, like a man, like men, you know, even the, the lowest form don't even feel right like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, my whole my whole thing is this. You know, that 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 doesn't stop you from heartbreak. And I, I think what it is with black women, and I'm just guessing, a lot of them grew up seeing two types of women, ultimately, black women and white women, and the lives that they live. They see their mom, their sisters, their aunties struggling with these men, and they see the white women at least getting by. You know what I'm saying? And at the time, white women were working in offices, even if they were just secretaries. They were working in offices. They were having decent jobs. And the black woman was struggling to get even a regular job, right, or maintain a regular job. You had black women working in factories. You had black women, some of them not working at all, not even just because they wanted a man to take care of the house, but they just couldn't get a good job in their area, right? So they probably associated like, well, hmm, if I want my man to act right, I should get a decent job. They probably also felt like, you know, if I could take care of myself, a man will know that and therefore he won't be able to control me. There's a lot of different reasons why I think they take that a little bit more serious. They also probably see a lot of men leave black women behind and now the woman ain't got nothing and now she's super struggling because he's the one who took care of everything. So they're like, no, I'm going to make sure I can take care of myself. And then some women are just naturally ambitious. They ain't got nothing to do with taking care of themselves or nothing. That's a bonus. But they just want to really be executive firms at a, you know, executives at an engineer firm or lawyers. They really just had a passion for those type of things, doctors, whatever. And those things also just happen to be very, um, you know, profitable things, things that make them consider society won't ever tell them, well, you're not a successful person. Um, because in my opinion, not to go off topic, but if you want to, if you really like cleaning up stuff, you want to be a janitor and you eventually become the head janitor or you own your own janitorial business, you're successful. You're just as successful as a rapper or a doctor. If anything, you're probably more successful because they're probably not even where they really want to be. You've made it to the top of where you want it to be. And the world does need people that will clean up. The world does, the world, 
I don't think they need this, but, you know, I'm a vegan. But the world needs somebody to make them burgers at McDonald's, too, now. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, you know, don't ever feel, if you make it to the top of where you want to be, you're successful. Even if where you want to be is only $50,000 a year, $30,000, $25,000 a year, you're still successful. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Anyways, I just want to know why is it that y'all feel this urge or this, this I don't even want to say urge, but you just feel like that's that's the end all. That's not the end all. You know, and most of you have so much more to offer. Why would you say something like that? And it just shows you the mentality. So let's just go back. Let's, I know I've been kind of rambling going on and on, but like I told you, I freestyle these things. And as they come to me, I say them. Um, going back to what Shantae said, this saddens me because she's this. You don't even realize how much that diminishes everything about you as a person. Because I'm pretty sure if y'all do it to women, y'all do it to men too. Even if you have a male friend and he's going through something, man, he's a lawyer. Okay. He's also a great guy. He's a great dad. He grooms himself very well. He has good hygiene. These things come before a lawyer. You could be a bum and do these things as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had, I think I've talked about this before. I've been homeless. I kept myself up. I maintained myself. That's how I pulled myself out of it faster. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that that's like it's easy like that for everybody, but I'm just saying, like, I'm just trying to give you a, a very extreme example to show you if he's well groomed and he takes care of himself and he's he has hygiene and he budgets money well and he maybe even can cook or do cool things, you know, he has skills, you know, stuff like that. That has nothing to do with him being a lawyer. When he dies, when this, when your friend dies, when your female friend dies, you're not going to get on the podium and be like, she was, this is so sad because she was an executive. You're not going to say that. You're going to be like, this is so sad because why? What are the things you're going to name at her funeral? If God forbid you, you have to go. What are the things you, why aren't those the things that you would name in that situation? Now I get it. It's for the movie for them to see like, man, any, this can happen to anybody, right? I guess that's probably what the, the writers were going for. But I'm just saying that I'm using it as an example because it's something that I see so commonly. So commonly do I see or hear that, those type of statements, you know, and my whole thing is, is like this. When I see something go on for a long time, my, my, my biggest question is, well, has it worked out yet? Black women think success for them is a new thing. Like the newer girls, like the girls my age and the younger, they think that some black women have been getting top jobs since at least the like late 80s, early 90s. Yet they're still the last to be married, but somehow some way the first to get divorced. Yet they still have the highest percentage of being single mothers. Yet they still have the highest percentage of not ever even getting married. And you still feel like education and career is going to change every aspect of your life, including your romantic one. Has it worked out for you yet? Has it worked out? I've met women and, you know, especially on those dating apps back in the days, because when you're on the dating apps, it's just it's like it's almost like an interview. You ever notice that? Like. 
So where's your favorite color? Well, where'd you born? Where did you grow? You know, are your parents still together? Blah, 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 right? And all they want to talk about is their career. And I'm just like, yo, like, do you really think I give a fuck? Like, honestly, like, not even just sound like a hater or nothing like that, because I'm not hating on you, but do you really think as a man who... I'm going to try to get mine regardless of what you've got or don't got. You know what I'm saying? You can lose all that shit. If I like you, I don't care, because I never thought of you to be the rock. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Why do you think I really, truly care? Like, why? What, what makes you think that that's going to be a determining factor in us dating? You know what actually is doing? If anything, is turning me off. Because I don't want to hear that shit. You have not mentioned anything I couldn't find somewhere else. Anybody can be an executive, a CEO, a real estate agent. Can you make a good bowl of oatmeal? I mean, it's a very simple question and it sounds so shallow, but men are pretty shallow in our wants and desires. When I'm talking, we will listen to me. Not hear me, but listen to me. Are you a compassionate and affectionate person? And I'm not speaking for all men don't need these things. I desire those things. A hug, a, a rub on the back. Baby, it's going to be okay. You're doing great. Keep it going. Those are my love languages. My, nowhere in the book of love languages, you ever read that book, The Five Love Languages? Does it say anything about career? My love language isn't what job and what school you went to. To be quite honest with you, to be quite honest with you, I could really give four fucks what school you went to. You're going to tell me, and I'm like, that's cool. The only questions I might have is, oh, for you went there, you know my nigga Rodney. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's all, I, you know, you feel me? Like, no, for real. Like, that's like, I, like Rodney went there. Oh, you went, oh, you, you, you a fam, you girl. Oh, you, you know my, you know my boy Jaquavius? He about the same age as you, about this tall, cornrows, got a gold tooth right here. But he, he talked real proper. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all ever fucked. I'm just playing. <laughs> but you know, like, that's it. Like, now we want to hear your cool stories. You know, how I many times did you get drunk and pass out in the hallway? Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't care. It's like, truthfully, I know you guys look at men based off what they have and haven't accomplished. We don't look at you guys for that. And then you have these successful women really wondering why the hoes are getting, getting by. Because at least the hoes... They're not showing much, but at least there's one thing they are showing is something men want. Sex. Sex. You are a woman. You have played yourself if you think that that's not a factor. A man shouldn't want me for sex. I'm going to speak for all all men want sex. It may not be the only thing, but all men want sex. If you think your degree and your career status is going to overweigh sexual activity, you have played yourself. Congratulations. You have played yourself. Now you sit up there crying because Ryan is out with the girl from Instagram who's twerking all over the place. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to bite him in the ass. His, the ass is going to bite him in the ass. Don't get it wrong. That bitch ain't shit. But can you blame him? Mrs. I want to talk about Harvard all fucking day. Where did it like... It's never worked for white women, black women, any woman. Why do you think it's going to work for you? (laughs) Seriously. Especially for you more office-based women. 
If you're a model, you could talk about that shit. That shit might interest him. But if you're talking about, or a singer, you're talking about real estate or any of that shit, he might be interested because he wants to get into that too or he's already in it. But overall, even, and a woman said this, most successful men could give a fuck about dating a successful woman. It just is what it is. That power, that whole power couple shit, honestly, I'm not saying no men are like that, but that is mostly a women's thing. All of that, I'm going to be a lawyer, my husband's going to be a doctor, that's some woman shit. That's some women shit. The average man that grows up that wants to be a lawyer doesn't think, well, I'm going to date a doctor. No, he just wants a beautiful woman. If she happens to be a doctor, cool, great. Great, now we got more M's in the house. At the end of the day, it's not... It's not on the top. It's not even on the top five for most men. It's really not. No, nobody, nobody wants a bum-ass bitch just with her hand out all day. But if you really think that that's going to be the end all, you, you have played yourself. What, what really makes you guys think that that's, that that's it? That's not it at all. It is not even the beginning. We don't care. Now, I'm speaking from... Uh, so now that we've established that, I don't think I should have to say much more. I'm just going to keep it really plain and simple. We don't really care. Why do you believe that? We have seen all through history, men have great women and cheat on them, leave them, mistreat them, whatever. They do the, don't, don't think, well, I'm going to be a hoe. They do the same thing to the hoes, right? What makes you think that's supposed to stop you from being heartbroken or ending up with a bad man. Here's the crazy part about it. Here's the crazy part about it. And I'm going to say something very real here. Most black women that are successful love to talk about they don't want no broke-ass nigga. Seven out of ten of them end up with a broke-ass nigga. And they get over it. And some of those men eventually become somebody. Some of them don't. And some of them, some of the women never care either way it goes. They fell in love with you when you was broke. It ain't going to just change now. They ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why are you letting this become who you are? It kind of goes back to my theory about why I feel like a woman wanting money from a man and a man wanting sex from a woman just aren't the same thing. And I broke it down before. Sex, regardless, you may feel like it's just like dance all he wants. But at the end of the day, it's still you. He wants to fuck you. You want a lawyer. It's a million fucking lawyers. There's only one. I'm just going to make up a name. It's only one Ashley Simpson. There's only one uh, Jessica Rivera. Whatever your name is, right? Brianna, Abigail, Karen, like from the movie, right? There's only one Karen. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of Karens, right? We know that, right? Especially this year, there's a lot of Karen. But, but you know what I mean? Like, there's only one of you. You want to? You talking about something? You want a man with a million dollars? You know how many millionaire dollar niggas is out here these days? What makes me so special? And they'll say, well, that's just, that's just the start. Then we got to see what type of person you are. If you can fuck and if you can do it. 
Listen to how you sound. Listen to how you sound. You actually sound like the nigga. A lot of y'all starting to sound like men. Y'all really starting to sound like men. That's what men do. I'm an accomplished... I'm the biggest dope boy in the street. That's what men do. I loved in the movie Think Like a Man when um, Old Girl told Taraji's character, you don't need a man, you are one. A lot of y'all are men. You sound like a nigga talking about your career and your, and your education and thinking that's going that defines you as a person. What else do you have? Because at the end of the day, your career and your education do not keep me warm at night. Your career, excuse me, and your education do not feed me. I don't want to hear that. They buy the food. You don't cook it well, unless you unless you're a professional chef. Okay, your career and your education is not going to help me if my mom passes away. Your career and your education is not going to be my best friend. Your career and your education ain't going to take Christmas pictures with me. Your career and your education ain't going to suck my dick. Okay? It's not going to read the Bible with me. It's not going to take me to church on Sundays. It's not going to help me build a better relationship with God. It ain't going to do nothing for me. It just does things for you. So you women are already very naturally selfish in relationships. And now you're just showing us how much more selfish you are. Look at me. I'm the lawyer. I'm this. I'm that. I mean, are you struggling for power here? Like, you want, you, are you not getting enough power at your job? So you want power in a relationship too? So you want to keep throwing around all this weight? Which is probably why a lot of you won't admit it. But that's why you're not with a rich man. For one, the rich man don't really care. He don't really want some freaking beast with him. You know? And then... I'll tell you one reason. I, I, I used to know this rich white guy. And we were talking about something similar to this one time. You know, he told me because I asked him um, about his girl and his girl didn't really do nothing. And I said, you know, how do you we were talking about that? And, you know, he said, honestly, man, before her, I dated this woman who was in kind of the same field, but, you know, worked differently. But she was, a you know, corporate office girl. And it was just annoying. I come home and I have to hear about that. I already have to deal with that. Why well, I want to come home and hear about it. I want to come home and hear what you watch on TV today. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he eventually found a woman that was a great woman. But no, she hasn't accomplished much based on society. And he's okay with that. You know? And I and at the time, I didn't really understand it because I, I was trying to tell. But what we were really talking about was, do you think she's using you? And he started telling me about how, like, something about how when she first met him, he didn't, he didn't, you know, bring her around all his fortune or whatever, right? This is a rich white dude, like, young rich white dude. Like, he's rich, not, you know, not, oh, he has a lot of money, now he's, 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 he's rich, you know. He's mostly legacy rich, you know, his parents gave him a lot, but he's still rich nonetheless. He still has to work nonetheless, too. And like I said, he said when he comes home, he doesn't want to hear about the same things he just dealt with all day. Um, we don't care. It's not going to change anything for you. Okay. If you don't know, you better ask somebody. I just watched a video not too long ago of a black woman who was college educated and she was a dentist and she broke up or he broke up. They broke up. He moved on. 
she would stab the girl he moved on with in the neck. All that education and all that career. Gone down the drain. Attempted murder. Doesn't doesn't make you immune to anything. Don't let that be your weight. Same thing for men. I mean, here's the thing about it. If you put whatever you put out there is what somebody's going to take. I be seeing brothers always throwing around their money and then they just talk about bitches use them. Nigga, that's all you. What else could she get from you? Y'all out of y'all women talking about men using y'all now. Okay, what else can they get from you? You all you throw out there is money. If it's, it's, a, it's a very simple concept. If I'm fishing and I use, I don't know, a can of soda as my bait, which probably ain't going to work. But if I, if I did, what is the fish going to get when he comes and tries to bite it? A can of soda. He's going to get some spray in his mouth. If I throw out a rubber worm, what's he going to get? A rubber worm. If he, that's, that's your problem. Y'all want to throw out a rubber worm and be mad when they eat it and they take the rubber worm. That's what you gave them. If you put grits on my plate and I eat these grits, I just ate grits. Don't be mad because I didn't eat cereal. You didn't give me cereal. You didn't give me a ham sandwich. You didn't give me none of that. Don't give me a ham sandwich because I'm vegan. But you get the point of what I'm saying. So it's and it was a, let's go back to one of my earlier points. It's a it, it's crazy for black women especially. It's a red flag when I ask you, but it's not a red flag for you to just jump out the way and tell me why is it not a red flag when you ask me? Now when you ask me and I and I get offended, it's uh, you must be broke. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Then y'all get to insulting the man's manhood, right? How come you get to ask me these questions, but I can't ask you those questions? You see it as a red flag. That's your fault. You've got to ask yourself, is it a red flag? Who's really the red flag here? Because I've talked to women and they didn't seem interested in anything I had to tell them. Here's what's so crazy. And I'm going to tell you something about black women. Black women will pride themselves and the men that they want on education and career, education and career, or just status, period, right? Because for some of y'all, y'all don't care if it's a career or education. Y'all just want a nigga that got money or clout, right? Here's the thing about it. Most of you guys spend a long time putting out this energy into the universe to ask for those specific things. Then you get them. And this nigga... Is bad in bed, or he's abusive, or he's a cheater, or he has no real, you know, nothing to really offer you besides those things. And once you get used to those things, they don't really have the same, you know, pool that they once had on you, right? So here's my here's my whole thing. You don't see that as your fault. I mean, just think about it. The universe gave you what you asked for. What did you ask for? You pretty much asked for anybody. It's a lot of successful black men out here. It's a lot of successful men, period. And all you did was just, that's all you asked for. That's all you asked for. And the only reason why you asked for those things is because that's what you pry on yourself. You think that's all you're worth. You forget the other things that you can do. You know what I'm saying? You forget those things, and that's what makes you turn around and only ask for those things from a man. Now you got this successful brother. I hope y'all are still listening to me. Now you got this successful brother, but he's really, really insecure and beats on you. 
he goes to work for all kind of odd hours. If you take if you do anything out of schedule, out of the normal, he's 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 damn near willing to throw away his whole education and career and come do some crazy shit to you. Right? That's your fault. You asked for that. None of y'all confused. I didn't ask for that. Yes, you did. Because you didn't ask for it. That's how you asked for it. By not asking for it. By not being specific in your desires. I was watching this Law of Attraction video one time. And it was saying how the universe is like a genie. It's going to give you whatever you ask for. Be specific. That's what the video said. It said, be specific. You say, like for all you fellas. Man, I just want a fine ass little yellow bone with a fat ass. Okay, here she come. To take you for all your money, fuck your best friends in your house, right? Have a baby by you, run you for child support, you know, because these bitches don't want to get married no more to run you for the for the aisle of money and, and child support. Now, fuck it. I'll settle with the child support. Run you for your child support. Get, lie on you. Get you locked up. Fuck your business up. And then move on with her life unscathed. Yeah, she got some karma coming her way, but she ain't get nothing from you. There's nothing you can do to her. Society, society won't let you. I want you to, I mean, I want you to really grasp what I'm saying here. You know, you go out there, you, 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 this is what you ask the world for, right? And you get it. It may take a couple tries, a couple fails, but eventually you get that guy. For some of you, you're lucky. You weren't specific, but your energy is just so positive. You ended up with the right successful guy. A lot of you guys, I mean, a lot of you guys, well, yeah, guys too. A lot of you guys are girls begging for these things. You're not specific, and you end up with this crazy-ass motherfucker or this boring-ass motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Or this disrespectful, whatever it is. That's what you asked for, though. Omitting the truth is still a form of lying. Not being specific in what you want fully or only asking for one thing because that's probably the thing you've been denied so long, right? Most women who want a successful man have never had a successful man. That's why they want one. Most. I didn't say all, but most. So now they're like, I'm just tired of these broke. I'm tired of taking care of these niggas. I'm tired of taking care of these niggas. And that's cool. I understand. Men, men were tired of taking care of y'all for 500, 2,000, 3,000 years, but we ain't gonna go there. Y'all been taking care of us for like what? Maybe 50, 60 years? If, if that, if that. And y'all are already tired, but whatever. We, know we took care of y'all since the beginning of time. But whatever, whatever, whatever. You know. Then they're gonna bring up, oh, that's the man's role. And I can't fully disagree with that, but. I would love to say men are worth a little bit more than what they can bring to a table as far as monetary, you know. Um, just like women are more than sex, you know. It's a lot of women who could put it down in bed, but they could put it down in a lot of other things too. They can give you some game. They'll motivate you to inspire you. You know what I'm saying? They can cook well. They can clean well. You know what I'm saying? And they mean well. Sex is a bonus. Those other things are more important because... Who, who, who really has sex all day, right? Then comes reality. After, after the man nuts and he's like, whatever. No more sex for me for, for, 
until later on today or tomorrow or whatever. Now he hungry. What you going to do about that? You see what I'm saying? Okay, I paid all the bills. Now you lonely. What am I going to do about that? But I was just a dollar sign when you met me. You see? So here's my thing. Even when, let's go back to the dating app shit, right? I remember women asking me about money and stuff like money-based type things, right? And one time I remember I asked the girl, I said, you know, we've been talking now and you know a lot about me, but you don't know anything about me. You just know about the things I do. And the things I do, a lot of other brothers do the same shit. And she said something along, I don't remember her exact word, but she said something along the lines, like her response, or her responses were something along the lines about, oh, you know, well, I was going to ask those questions too. And it's like, I don't know, we've been talking for two, three days now on this app, and you ain't asked him yet. So I could be this great guy based on paper, what's on paper, and be a terrible guy besides what's on paper. But you wouldn't know that because that's not what you're, you see what I'm saying, asking about. Even though I could lie, but still, just no, you're not even asking. Now, now I don't even have to lie. You know how many, you know how many men that, that y'all have got with were so happy that y'all were so stupid? Asking those simple-ass questions. They never had to tell you about their history with domestic violence, drug abuse, or even their financial um, literacy or how they budget money. All you want to know is, do they make money? Do they have a car? Where they live? Who they live with? Do you know how many brothers have a car, have an apartment or a home, have a, and have a career or a job or a good job? A lot. Ask about the exclusive things. There are things that when you are in a relationship, there should be exclusive things. There's always going to be the general things that we want. Sex. A successful man or an ambitious man. You know, a pretty woman. A woman who's feminine. But where's the, where's the exclusivity? Where's the exclusivity? Because in the long run, once you're in the house, right? Or once you've tossed that ass around a couple times, those are going to be the things that, that come up and you're going to be like, well, damn, I didn't even think about it. I never even asked her those questions. Oh, I never even asked him those questions. I never even... And, you know, indulge in those in those type of things. So ask yourself these questions. Look into these things. Women, let me tell you something before I go. You either are worth more than your ass or your class or you can be. Some of you aren't because you've spent more time focused on those things than focusing on you and yourself and developing yourself as a person. As a person. Some, I know some women that don't have no personality for real. They're just professional. Because that's all they focus on. They've never actually took the time to really get to know themselves. They can tell you everything about the career that they have and everything about school, but they can't tell you shit about themselves. How many of you guys don't even know what your favorite color is? I mean, simple shit, dude. Like, how many of you really don't know? All of your skills in life are career-based, school-based. You can study the hell out of a paper. You can file the shit out of some papers. 
You see what I'm saying? What else? You are worth more than that. You know? And in case nobody has told you, it's just like the criminal justice system. They keep locking niggas up, giving niggas probation, and they still doing the same shit. Your system ain't working. Look around. All of these corporate black women, mainly, yes, mainly black women, single as shit, lonely as hell. I really hope they can hug that laptop at night. I hope that laptop can, can rub their back when their dad die. I hope that laptop and that, them, them degrees can speak to you and tell you that you're doing great in life. Give you the motivation you need, words of affirmation. Buy you gifts, whatever. Make you gifts, create gifts for you. Create moments with you and memories with you. I really do hope that. Because that's all you're holding up to the world. That's all you hold up to yourself. That's all you're holding up to men. And that's all you're holding up to other women. That shit does not define you. When you go to heaven or hell, you're not getting into any different parts of those places based on what you did and didn't, didn't do with your career and your education. When you die, nobody's going to get on stage and be like, well, she was a good Harvard degree. Man, they're going to be like, she was a great friend, man. I remember one time we was at a lake. They're not going to talk about it. I remember one time... She got a promotion. Now, ain't nobody gonna say that shit, bro. Even when your boss comes on the stage, he's not gonna say that shit. He's gonna be like, even when he talks about you at work and what you did at work, he's gonna be like, man, she was funny to be around, man. That girl was so funny. We were coming to the office. I remember one time we came to the office, right? Asked her for some coffee and, and she made me some tea. <laughs> you know, you feel me? Like, that's what they're gonna talk about. So I don't have much longer. This is one of my longest episodes. Um, I'm pretty sure I missed a lot of things. Last night I was going to do the episode, but I couldn't do it. Um, I'm doing the episode now. I know I missed a lot of points I, was gonna, I, I had last night when I was fresh in the topic, which is usually how I do these things. I get them while they fresh. But I hope that you guys have overall got the point. And what I would do is I'm going to make this a part one so there could be a part two. And we'll talk about it some more. But you are more than your ass or your class black woman I know I talk about you guys a lot but I'm here to tell you as your friend as your brother from another you're more than your ass or your class y'all have a nice day it's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex